listen up for National Minority Health Month. I am talking to former NBA player and coach Don Chaney. Yes, sir, Don Chaney. I think some of you may know him as Duck (laughs) and his lovely wife, Jackie, about Don's diagnosis with ATTRCM. A-T-T-R-C-M. Now, the first question is, what is A-T-T-R-C-M? Well, it is a type of amyloidosis, and amyloidosis, uh, a group of diseases in which certain proteins change shape or misfold and can build up in different parts of the body over time. Uh, And this type of amyloidosis that Don is experiencing affects the heart and is associated with heart failure. So we're going to pray on the brother. Yes, sir. We're going to pray on the brother. We are so glad, so glad that Don and Jackie have joined us today. Brother Don and Jackie, welcome to the pod. Thank you very much. Yes, yes, yes. So tell me, let's just jump on, jump on into this conversation because time, time moves along so fast, so fast. Um, When were you diagnosed uh, with ATTRCM? Could you tell us about your journey? Just talk to the family. Tell us, because we don't, you know, we, we, the African-American community, this, this whole amyloidosis thing, it's really new for us. You know, we really uh, don't know it. And, and I probably know a lot about it just from, you know, talking with, um, talking in, and with our partners at this podcast today is provided for educational purposes only and is not intended to replace discussions with a healthcare provider. So I'm going to stop talking because I'm so excited to have you on the on the pod and just tell us your journey, Don, tell us your journey. Okay. Well, just to reintroduce myself again, uh, my name is Don Cheney. I'm a former NBA player and coach, a husband, father, and grandfather. Yes. (laughs) I also have transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy or ATTRCM for short. I appreciate the opportunity to be in here today, especially during the national minority health month to share my experience with you guys. Great, uh, great. Sort of give you an idea of how I got diagnosed. My mom and grandmother both passed away from heart disease. And I was worried that I may be facing the same issues as them. So I went underwent several tests and procedures to figure out just what was going on, which is how I was diagnosed with heart failure. What my cardiologist and I didn't know yet was that I actually had a heart condition called transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy or ATTRCM for short. It wasn't until 2019 that I was officially diagnosed. ATTRCM is an underrecognized and underdiagnosed type of amyloidosis that affects the heart and is associated with heart failure. So, so Don, you know, I, I really, um, I want to give you a high five because all I can do is say ATTRCM. You actually said that That's long word. <laughs> say, so, uh-uh, you got to say it again. You got to say that whole thing. What, what, say it again. Come on. Come on, Brother Don. Say it again. All right. Transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy. Yes, family. Uh, Listen sure. to that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, that's a mouthful. That's a mouthful. Well, Jackie, tell us your experience with Don in uh, on this journey with, a- with ATTRCM. 
Well, um, Don first started um, having symptoms. Sometimes he was overly fatigued, I thought, you know, um, or his energy level wasn't quite what it used to be. He's usually a very high energetic person. So those were probably initially the first symptoms. He complained a lot about carpal tunnel symptoms. You know, he was always rubbing his wrist. And uh, also he had a lot of knee problems. But those symptoms we attributed to his playing days, you know, and prior injuries. Um, So, um, you know, we just said, hey, this is just the result of you being an ex-athlete. When the heart palpitations started and the swelling of the ankles, you know, we really looked further into it. And Don consulted a cardiologist who was able, you know, to put all these symptoms together and come up with a diagnosis. And that's the strange thing about the ATTRCM. It has so many different symptoms and uh, it just takes a doctor, you know, you being very proactive and uh, consulting a doctor and letting him put all the symptoms together. So we understand that you have a specific type of ATTRCM. Uh, it's called hereditary ATTRCM because you mentioned uh, your mother and your grandmother. Can you talk a little bit more about this? Yes, there, there are actually two types of ATTRCM, the wild type and the hereditary type. I have the hereditary type, which is passed down from a relative due to a genetic mutations. Symptoms can occur as early as 50 to 60 years of age and it can affect both men and women. After my diagnosis, I learned that the most common gene mutation associated with hereditary ATTRCM in the United States was the V122I. It's found almost exclusively in Black Americans, putting our community at a disproportionate risk. Three to four percent of Black Americans are thought to have the V122I mutations, but not all of the V122I mutations develop symptoms of hereditary ATTRCM. I know our community our community can uh, can be hes- a little hesitant to speak openly about their health condition. I know, especially for my family, uh, to visit a doctor. And I don't know why we didn't visit doctors much either. But it's also important for Black people to talk to their primary care doctor or experienced cardiologist about ATTRCM if they are experiencing any unresolved symptoms. For example, irregular heartbeat, fatigue, shortness of breath, carpal tunnel syndrome or if they have a family history of heart issues. Have you, uh, have you spoken to your, uh, your family about the importance of undergoing genetic testing and counseling? Yes, I, I, uh, that, that's a very difficult issue. <laughs> uh, knowing, uh, you know, the gene can be passed down from family members. Uh, you know, I, I told my family about my condition and urged them to get genetic testing Several followed my advice, and as a result, one of my family members found out she has the gene mutation. She is now working closely with a cardiologist to monitor uh, monitor that symptom. But it's very hard, you know, uh, especially in the Black family, to get all of your family members on track uh, to to have the uh, the exam and and the genetic testing. So it's a a thing where I'm I'm continuing to, uh, to emphasize the fact of how important it is for the rest of my family members to get tested because it not only affects that person, but it affects, it affects their children as well. 
So uh, although they're reluctant, I'm still pursuing the issue and making sure they all get tested. Well, you know, that's great. I applaud you for that because I, I certainly, uh, uh, certainly do agree um, that sometimes it's so hard to talk to our families because, uh, you know, we're just praying, folks. We don't really want to go to the doctor and, uh, and, 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 you know, the law is just going to work it out, <laughs> you know, uh, and agree. we have to, the law is going to work it out by you going to the doctor and find out what's going on, family. Um, so, yeah. I, you know, I'm excited about this whole genetic testing and counseling. It's a new paradigm uh, for us. And, um, and I think, you know, the bomb in Gilead, uh, we are really uh, working to have more conversation around the importance of genetic testing and, and, and counseling. Uh, so I really uh, applaud you and just thank, want to encourage you to keep working with the family because um, I do know what you're up against. I do know what you're up against. Um, thank you. What, what advice, what advice do you have for patients and caregivers who are looking for more information on this on this condition because it's a you know it's a fairly new comp, new uh, condition that we don't well, it's not a new condition but we it's new to us. Um, what what advice mm-hmm. do you have for those who are listening um, um, today, Don? Well, and I know that some people may be a little hesitant, you know, to speak with a doctor uh, or have an open conversation. You know, it's kind of critical, you know, uh, to receiving a, a diagnosis. You really have to have a heart to heart with your doctor. And as I mentioned earlier, especially in the black community, we're a little bit reserved in terms of, of explaining everything that's happening to our bodies and, and all the circumstances. Uh, I didn't know that a genetic mutation was the cause of my ATTRCM. Mm-hmm. Had I known that uh, and I discussed the symptoms with my doctor sooner, I may have been able to get the right diagnosis and started managing my condition earlier. Some doctors may not know that ATTR affects black Americans. Make sure you share all these symptoms, even if they seem unrelated so that your doctor has a full picture. Bring a loved one to your appointment, such as my wife, uh, as a support system or anyone you know that can, can speak up. I have a tendency when I'm visiting doctors to not really give the full story. I have a tendency to cut things short and not let the doctor know everything that's happening to me. But, uh, you know, and I think that that's a lot of black men and black people in general uh, fall into that category. You can also visit www.yourheartsmessagewithdawn.com to fill out a doctor's discussion guide to help you at your next doctor's appointment. Well, that's important. Let's family, let's get that down. It's www.yourheartsmessagewithdawn.com message with Don. Your hearts, H-E-A-R-T-S, message with Don.com. So Don, what's it like living with hereditary, hereditary A-T-T-R-C-M every day? What's it like? Well, I'm, I'm managing it pretty well. Naturally, uh, you know, I have my wife as my caregiver and she's been a great advocate, you know, in helping me manage. She makes sure that I, I keep my doctor's appointment. She's very alert in terms of uh, things that are happening to my body, my swelling and my aches and pains. And a lot of times, as I mentioned earlier, I don't speak out on, on when I'm not feeling well, but she reads that pretty well. Um, but after my diagnosis, my doctor and I decided on a treatment plan. And uh, I've been able to stay active during my retirement years. I spend a lot of time at a ranch. I have a little, little ranch uh, out, out uh, west of here. And I, I work on antique cars uh, and restore them. 
So that kind of keeps me busy. Uh, I do. I have a few hobbies. I fish. I still fish. I ride horses from time to time. Uh, I don't run marathons anymore, of course. But uh, yeah, I, I stay pretty busy. So I, I still have an active life. And uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm just grateful to my wife. You know, uh, and she's helped me doing my diagnosis. And, and once we knew it was ATTRCM, she was by my side to ensure that we took immediate steps to address it. So, Jackie, how is it? Uh, how how do you help Don in managing his uh, hereditary ATTRCM? You know, as a caregiver, you know, we want to send you some love, too. You know, <laughs> we want to send you a whole lot of love. Yes, sir. Send, well, thanks. I must admit, I actually, you know, enjoy, you know, helping Don out and being his primary caregiver. And I'm his chief advocate. Uh, I do go to his doctor's visits. Um, because sometimes it's, you know, two minds are better than one and uh, kind of help him recall uh, his past and present conditions and symptoms. That's so important for the diagnosis. And also recall the family history, you know, of who's had what. And, you know, as we can both recall um, some of the family members, you know, who've suffered with the heart conditions, you know, not necessarily amyloidosis, but it could have been. So um, I have developed good relationships with his doctors and his healthcare providers, and uh, I'm able to communicate with them. Like I said, I'm I'm really proactive. I probably give more information than Don ever would have. So uh, it's been a journey, but you know we do this together. We've been married 53 years, and uh, a lot of that was spent. Uh, a lot of that time when he was um, at his career, you know, traveling with his coaching and his playing. So it's uh, it's been great in his retirement years that we've had so much time to spend together. Well, congratulations on being married to anybody for 53 years. <laughs> Lord have mercy. And uh, to add to you, Don, because you were married to her for 53 years yeah. too. Yeah, you know, so, you know, congratulations on that. You know, uh, Jackie, we know at the bomb, we, we do a lot of work around caregivers. Uh, what are you doing to take care of yourself since you are the number one caregiver for Don? Well, you know, like I said, I, I, I enjoy uh, spending the time together because, you know, that was something that, that we were kind of deprived of early on in our marriage, you know, with his traveling. So um, we do have a beach house nearby and boy, I go there and I relax, you know, oh, I tell you. and, uh, and uh, I don't have that many hobbies. I'm kind of a stay at home person, you know, but, uh, but uh, just spending time with the grandkids, you know, they keep us moving and and uh, they encourage us they challenge us and uh they're always doing something and in, in, in some kind of activity and we try to follow them so you know being a grandparent probably right now is our number one job that's great well you know the time always flies uh on this podcast as we come to a close um what is the what's the don what is the the, the best advice you can give uh, our family listening today? What's your best advice to them? Um, it's critical to raise awareness of ATTRA as a potentially overlooked cause of heart failure in our community. If you're Black and experience an unresolved symptom, for example, regular heartbeat, fatigue, shortness of breath, carpal tunnel syndrome, or if you have a family history of heart issues and have been diagnosed with heart failure, Engage in a heart-to-heart with your primary care doctor or an experienced cardiologist about ATTRCM. 
Well, duck, duck, duck. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, and family, don't forget to visit uh, your heart's message with Don.com. And I know some of you are saying, well, what team, you know, uh, the old school, old school family members, listen, they know, they yeah. know that you were a shooting guard <laughs> and you played with the Celtics and you went to the Lakers and you came back to the Celtics. See, some of us know all that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I know I, after they listen to all this amnidosis, the number one question is going to be, well, who team did he play with? So, Don, you know, tell us some of, something about your basketball career. You know, uh, and when did you, not much, but did were, did you, were you diagnosed doing your basketball career or after? Okay. I, I played with the Celtics, of course. I was drafted by them, uh, their first round draft pick. And I was one of the few guys to, well, actually a few guys, I was the only person to have played with Bill Russell and Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. So I spent over three decades from the sixties to the eighties. Um, I won two championships with the Celtics. I spent 10 years there, basically, and went to St. Louis for one year. And after St. Louis, I joined the Lakers and then returned to the Celtics. Uh, but my amyloidosis uh, and, and uh, I, you know, it's really interesting because I started having symptoms early. I didn't I had no idea it was related to amyloidosis. I started having carpal tunnel syndrome very, very early. My joints started swelling very, very early during my uh the later part of my professional career. Uh, so the, the disease itself didn't take into effect until long after I retired. How about that? Well, listen, Jackie, thank you so much for taking care of yourself, sister girl. Thank you so much for taking care of Don. Don, thank you so much for all that you have given to the world, to to basketball, to those um, those uh, antique cars that you're working on. Keep them keep them looking good because we are all moving into that phase of antiqueness in our yeah. lives. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for being on the pod today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See you next time. Thank you. Thank good you. seeing you. It's been real family. You know it's Thursday. And if it's Thursday, yes, Lord, it's got to be Dr. P on the pod. And Dr. P is going to see you later. Peace. Peace.